and welcome to Farm Bureau on the Hill. I am Amy Beckham and joining me for this week's legislative alert from our public policy division is Miss Shelby Vinoy. And Shelby, obviously this time of year, you're on the roller coaster up in Nashville and we are grateful that you are spending your days advocating on behalf of the organization. But give us a rundown of what's happened this past week and what our folks need to know about what's happening on the Hill. Thank you, Amy. And last week we talked about uh, Senate Energy and Ag had their final meeting. Mm -hmm. So we have finally closed the door on that chapter and and called it called it good as gold in there. Did Senator Sutherland get the first committee being closed? He did. That's impressive. He did. And we made a joke last week about how he was the first one always that I think he checks the calendar Uh and we mentioned that to him, and he didn't deny it. So I think that that's still very that's that's a true well, rumor. Well, good we for need to him. Get out there. Good <laughs> for him. But lots of conversation this week in Senate Energy and Agriculture on wetlands. And if you've been following things on the national level, you know that WOTUS is back and hot and heavy. That that rule is scheduled to publish, I believe, March twentieth of this year. And the Sackett versus EPA case is still out there floating around. So lots of eyes and lots of discussion on wetlands and water rights. And there were several pieces of legislation with the overarching topic of water rights in the Senate Energy Committee. And there were several of them were, that were taken off notice, uh, not because they're bad legislation, but because that stakeholders, sponsors, and just the general energy in the ag community is that we need to have a bigger discussion about this. So we're thankful for um, Senators Hensley and and Taylor for working with us on that. And I I definitely think this summer there's going to be a much bigger discussion about water rights and what that looks like as far as the ag community is concerned. Other things that we talked about, though, defining um, clean and renewable energy, scenic and natural river designations. And one bill that I thought was particularly interesting was using a deadly force as a defense if you or someone in, in your like direct vicinity feels threatened by a bear. Oh, very so, interesting. Important. These, these are the issues which have been uh, <laughs> at the forefront in Nashville this week. Very good. So other than the Senate Ag Committee closing, uh, what happened in regards to the entire General Assembly that we need to, to be aware of? Lots of other bows put on presents this week. I mm-hmm. feel like, you know, when you get to the end of something, you got to put a bow on it. Yep. Um, the Rural Brownfields Investment Act has finally passed in both Ooh. chambers. We joked about last week. I feel like I need to correct myself. We joked about the fact that it was on consent in both the House and Senate. Uh-huh. Uh, it got pulled off the consent calendar Monday night. So I, I felt like we needed like a breaking news podcast. Yep. But, um, it got pulled off the consent calendar just so they could have a discussion over how important it is. And it, gotcha. it did end up passing unanimously from the House. But when it got pulled off consent, I thought, oh, boy, our listeners are going to rake us over the coals for this one. But um, it is passed and is, is on its way to Governor Lee's desk for a signature. Other than that, there's a full list of committee closures and schedules of when they're planning to close their business that's going to be included in this week's legislative alert. But the next three weeks is really going to be about wrapping it up and concluding with business and try to spend a lot more time in the finance committee and then on the floor in both chambers so they can get things done. Budget hearings wrapped up this week. Praise the Lord. (laughs) I feel like we've been talking about that every week this week or every week since this podcast has started. 
excited. Yeah. I've had to tell you about a budget hearing. <laughs> the UT system gave theirs in the Senate Education Committee. We heard from Tourism Development in Senate Ag this week, and we have finally closed the book on all things budget hearings on the Hill. So I said last week it feels like the beginning of the end, but the light, although is dim, I feel like you can see it at the end of the tunnel now. <laughs> and the obviously, you talked a little bit about the Senate Ag Committee, but the House Ag Committee is still open, uh, still moving bills through that committee. And what can, is there anything we can expect from that committee next week? Yeah, so the House Ag Subcommittee actually only has three bills on their calendar this week, and two of them are regarding solid waste and water, so we don't have any kind of formal position on those, but the third one is one that we are opposing and would ask that any of our membership, if you've got a lawmaker that serves on the House Ag Subcommittee, that you would reach out to them and ask them to oppose House Bill 842 uh, by Representative Lynn. It has to deal with mRNA technology in meat or meat products. And although it's permissive, it does introduce a state labeling process. And that's something that just philosophically Farm Bureau is opposed to. So we're not supportive of this legislation and are, are meeting with members of the committee and asking them to just let's take a step back and rethink this. We don't want, although there's not any mRNA technology used in livestock vaccines right now, we don't want to take that technology off the table, especially since we're putting in all of this money into the state vet's office. The last thing we want to do is while we're trying our best to mitigate disease, we don't want to take medicating our livestock off the table. So we are opposed to that bill and would ask that if you've got a lawmaker on the House Ag Subcommittee that you would ask them to oppose a House Bill 842. And another committee that's very important that our folks need to know about is the Property and Planning Committee. Tell us a little bit about what's happening there and what we need to be aware of. Yep, I feel like every week we have brought up something that's being heard in the House Property and Planning Committee. Mm -hmm. I feel like we should have had standing meetings with those committee members instead of the Ag Committee members. It's been a busy week there this year, but or a busy committee there this year. Uh, but there are three bills that are going to be before that committee this week um, all have to do in some shape or form with local government and property rights. Um, so the first one is actually one of our priority issues this year. House Bill 898 by Representative Hurt um, has to do with Greenbelt provisions. Um, so if you've, if you've attended the bell ringer or been to the webinar, you've probably heard about this legislation that we're running and it has to deal with conservation programs. So it was brought to our attention last year that if, if you're a farmer and you have your property enrolled in Greenbelt and you take advantage of a conservation program that's administered by the United States Department of Agriculture, um, a county could have kicked you out of Greenbelt. And then from there, you would have been subject to those three years rollback taxes. It has since come to a decision by the administrative law judge that the individual did not have to pay those rollback taxes, but we want to make sure that that's codified in statute that they would not be subject to that at all and just kind of bring some uniformity to, the, to that process on the county level. Another piece of legislation that is going to be before the Property and Planning Subcommittee is House Bill 1206 by Representative Sapicki. Uh, it's relative to local government funding. So this is the bill that we talked about last week that has to do with those impact fees. To how can growth adequately pay for growth? And 
this has been an ever-changing process with this piece of legislation between stakeholders, uh, the sponsor, members of the committee, and I think we're finally working towards an amendment that would still give the county the right to make that decision on what's best for them based on how they're going to manage growth, but may have a better outcome in the committee. So we're still we're still pulled up to the table involved in that legislation, but um, it has changed in its form since the last time, and we're still waiting to see the specific language of that amendment. But uh, that's going to be before the committee as well. And then the third one that we're watching in this committee is something that I believe if, if you've been keeping up with our priority issues and what we've been dealing with in the legislature for the last several years, I think this has kind of been a constant throughout. Uh, but it is House Bill 938 by Representative Alexander, and it's relative to de-annexation and real property uh, specifically used for agricultural purposes and whether or not uh, that property can be de-annexed from the municipal boundary. So that one also has an amendment coming that we're, we're working with uh, Senator Watson on. He's the Senate sponsor. Um, so lots lots to come in, in that committee. So uh, the members of that committee have been extremely gracious meeting with us every week and hearing about what it is, what our emergency is for that week <laughs> and what we're, what we're needing them to take action on. But um, there are subject to their last calendar in the coming week. So that's kind of why we're, we're having our one big last push, all yeah. the bills, and I'm um, going to wrap that up. Any other legislation in committees that we need to be aware of moving into next week? I would add that there are probably two things that are we're going to have our eye on in the coming week. And last week we talked about um, a piece of legislation that was in the Senate Health Committee relative to farmers markets. Uh, Senator Jeff Yarbrough was the sponsor of that legislation. And would allow uh, vendors at farmers markets to apply for a once a year permit and then be able to serve samples to their customers. Um, Farm Bureau is supportive of that legislation as it provides producers with the opportunity to diversify their income a little bit better and um, not only educate but provide a high quality product to their consumer. So it unanimously passed out of the Senate Health Committee and is gonna be before the House Health Subcommittee uh, this coming week. So we're looking forward to working with Representative Thompson out of Cordova and trying to get that across the finish line um, in the House. And then the other piece of legislation is going to be in the Senate Commerce Committee. Um, Senate Bill 1296 by Senator Bailey is going to be heard this week and this is the commerce's last calendar they, they only have 98 bills on the calendar so wow certainly it shouldn't take that long right Amy? um <laughs> but this legislation is it's gonna have an amendment coming but with its intended amendment it's gonna codify what we've learned is already best practice for many who are in the surveying industry and that's providing prior notification to adjoining property owners if the survey is going to be conducted. And this is not one of Farm Bureau's priority issues, but we did change our policy in December um, to state that, you know, when a survey is to be done, adjoining property owners should be notified. So we're working with uh, Representative Michael Hale and Senator Bailey on that, just trying to help out when we can. And the amendatory language that we're working on is also going to provide a protection for sur surveyors who may face refusal when they go to survey a property. So whether that's 
um, aggressive dogs. Um, heaven forbid they they have someone who is trying to shoot at them. We've heard stories about where safety is really an issue, but we're adding a protection in there that it would create a class C misdemeanor for someone who impedes the duty of a surveyor or one of their agents who are trying to com complete a survey. So. Um, we've been working with the, with the sponsors and some folks in the industry on that and um, think that the way this language is best aligns with our recent policy change. Very good. Well, it sounds like you have a, a hand in a little bit of everything, to say the least. One might say. <laughs> so anything else uh, in wrapping up that our folks need to be aware of um, about this week or next week, just what's happening on the Hill? So if you're if we didn't talk about a bill that you are maybe interested in or have heard about, we do have an updated bill tracking at the bottom of our legislative alert. Um, and I feel like I plug this every week, but if you're not signed up for that and you'd like to be, yep. let us know or mm -hmm. let your county office know. We would love to get you signed up for that. Uh, but that updated bill tracking at the bottom, it has a description of the bill, the bill number. You can link, it's linked to the Capitol website. So if you want to actually read that bill text or look at the fiscal impact, anything like that, you can do that as well as um, the status in the House and the Senate. And then finally, what Farm Bureau's position is on that. You'll see a lot of stuff that we're monitoring, but um, there's also some things that we're being supportive of and some things that we are opposing. So I would encourage you if if we didn't talk about something because we it would take us hours if we covered the whole calendar. I think it's 148 pages next week. So if there's something you're interested in, check that bill tracking. And then I guess to end it off, we would just like to congratulate. We've got a new uh, Supreme Court justice in Tennessee, um, Justice Dwight Tarotter out of Knoxville. They had his confirmation hearing today, among with others that are on the State Election Commission. And they had a joint convention this afternoon to wrap up the week. But uh, looking forward to next week and the week after next. And feels like we're, we're mere weeks away from not only Ag Day, uh, but also the end of session. Well, very good. Thanks for a great update, Shelby. Uh, as always, very, very well done. And we would encourage you, like we do each week, to look at your legislative alert for those other important updates and important bills that they are dealing with. And thanks for joining us this week for another update. And we look forward to providing you with more information about next week's happenings uh, in Nashville on the Hill. So thanks, everyone. Have a great weekend and a great next week.